from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. The Panthers, Brain Trust. We need to come up with a, with a name for Dave Canales and Dan Morgan. And it needs to be like video game level, not video game, comic book level, like the duo of something, the brain trust. It's got to be It's got to be something. We'll workshop it. I can work on that. We'll workshop it. I can do that. Thank you very much, uh, Dennis. Uh, but the whatever they are, the two of them spoke to the media today <laughs> uh, at the, the NFL Combine. It's the first time we've we've heard from them on a public scale since their introductory press conference uh, a couple of weeks ago. So, thought we might get some more substance, right? Maybe a little less alignment, alignment, alignment. Maybe a little less coach speak excitement, coach speak excitement, and a little more like actual, hey, here are the things you need to solve. So, how are you going to do it? And obviously, it starts with Bryce Young. Here's Dave Canales on how it isn't just fixing Bryce Young. Uh, no plan to fix Bryce Young. Um, I think for me, it's it's about building an offense that we can be uh, proud of. Something that um, something that is uh, tough. Something that is smart. That that um, takes care of the football. Number one, we got to create more explosives, and then and then of course we have to minimize damage with exotic pressures and things like that. So I think just elevating the whole group um, and and really asking Bryce to just do his part. You know, and that and that kind of, you know, without getting really into the specifics of it, you know, but I have had a lot a lot more chance to, to really dive into some film since the last time we've talked, you know. And so I have a specific plan. Um, can't wait to put that into play. Um, but again, you know, we're not talking about a guy that there's a there's a big fix for really. You know, you're looking at an accurate player, a really smart player. He's aware of what's happening and we got to build the whole thing around him, the whole offense around him of something that we can really say this is our identity and our core. I think we're we're in a uh, a trap of semantics here, right? It isn't just fixing Bryce Young. It's leveling up the entire offense around him, which some might say would fix Bryce Young, right? It's I, th- I think it's a it's a level of of how you're describing it, right? Well, we have to. Uh, put players around him so he can only do his job. Okay, well, guess what? Him having a, a less on his plate might be the thing that allows him to play faster, might be the thing that allows him to make better decisions. It, it, it's it's Whether you call it fixing Bryce Young or you call it fixing the offense so Bryce Young can, can operate within it, either way, it's going to look like Bryce Young got fixed. Right? It, it, it's It's... You you say tomato, I say tomato. You say it's not fixing Bryce Young, I say it's fixing Bryce Young. They should write a song about it. And and the funny part is, he goes on to say he has a detailed plan for Bryce. Let's hear that part from Dave Canales talking to the media today. Between Will Harriger and I, and of course uh, Brad Idzik, you know, but Will Harriger's our quarterbacks coach, comes to us from the Dallas Cowboys, um, and he and I have just been sitting down, and we're just kind of mapping out, you know, just a really detailed report. I take it back to Brian Schottenheimer when he came to Seattle and he launched me on a project. He said one of the things he did for Andrew Luck, for Philip Rivers, for Drew Brees, is before he had a chance to meet with them the first time, he had a detailed plan about how to improve the things necessary to play quarterback at a high level. And he showed me the report. He showed me the cut-ups that kind of went with it all. And then he challenged me. He said, you will earn another level of respect with Russell by approaching it from a detailed standpoint. So we're really working on that. 
Um, I really respect Bryce and and the the road that has taken him to here, and I, and I want to be able to present something to him that's tangible, that's specific, and says, "Hey, here's a here's some things that we can really dive into and improve on. Here's things that you're doing great. So um, we'll have a great plan uh, when he comes back to us in a couple of weeks." So just to be clear, it's not about fixing Bryce; it's about fixing the whole offense around him. However. I will have an extremely detailed and specific plan of things that we can do to get him playing better. Both can be true. Both can be true, and I think it's just how you word it, right? I think it's just it's just how you word it, and and, and it is understanding that it all starts with Bryce, right? And and that's not Bryce specific. That's football specific. Your offense starts with the quarterback. So the detailed plan to get him playing better, the offense being fixed around him. It all it all starts with Bryce, so so that's where they need to start, and it sounds like they're going to be really really well prepared to do that. And also, using the term "fixing Bryce" implies that like he's, he's broken. broken. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. It's like okay, he just wasn't maximized as a rookie because of a, it's a, a thing. list of things. Yeah. yeah, it's a verbiage thing. Okay, like fixing and getting the best out of somebody are two different it's, things, especially when he hasn't met with them yet. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's like he doesn't he doesn't want Bryce hearing. <laughs> Oh, my coach is at the combine telling everybody I'm broken. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so. Like fixed. I'm, like, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, there's part of it. I think it's just a semantics thing. Yeah. I think he's thinking of ways to make sure the offense and the quarterback that we saw last year is not the offense and the quarterback that we see this year. Mm -hmm. If you want to say that's fixing it, he'll disagree with you because he doesn't like the way that sounds. And Canales spoke about it a little bit more during his presser about how that was something that they did in Tampa last year was really maximizing everything that they had. And it's taken what they have finding that limit, and then pushing it even further. Mm -hmm. It's like truly maxing out potential of what you have with your team, which is what any good coach does in any sport. And, and, and you know, we've had this conversation where it's, you know, we are allowed to have the fixing Bryce conversation because, mm -hmm. you know, Bryce, you know, if he if he's listening to us and holding it against us, he, he's hearing the wrong thing. Yeah. He, he needs to be more more tunnel vision than that. But um, But what I mean by this is, I, when when we talk about ha us having the fixing Bryce conversation, sometimes it is not Bryce specific. It's not like oh his footwork is atrocious. Sometimes it is he needs a little bit more time as a young quarterback, so we have to spend on the offensive line to give him a little bit more time, and that can be the thing that unlocks him. It's very similar, right? you know, Dennis. I know, I know you're aware of this former athlete, and mm -hmm. and I have buddies, and I am a former athlete that that deal with it. You know, sometimes it's like my hip hurts. Huh. I was at the chiropractor today. And and then it ends up being like, well, actually, it's your knee, mm -hmm. right? Or actually, it's your back. And then, you, you, you know, you fix your back, and all of a sudden, your hip feels fine. It might be like, Bryce didn't look good last year. Well, actually, your offensive line hurts, right? You fix the offensive line, then all of a sudden, your hip's going to start feeling better. Like, it, it can be that, but it's still like the symptom you're treating is the hip pain, right? Mm -hmm. The symptom the Panthers are treating is Bryce Young isn't looking good enough. Right, he was a number one overall pick, and he was not nearly the number one overall pick quality last year. That doesn't mean that all of your focus is going to be treatment on him. Some of it's going to be treatment on other parts of the, the offensive ecosystem, which might allow that pain to go away. And I think that is, again, it's just all verbiage. It's how you're talking about it, but the goal is the goal. It's to get the offense and get Bryce playing better than he did a year ago. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, 
clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Russell Wilson oh. went on the I Am Athlete podcast. Ah. Former NC State quarterback and baseball player, Russell Wilson went on the I Am Athlete podcast hosted by Brandon Marshall. And he, I always, and I do this for everyone, but Russell is one that, you know, it just seems like you have to do it for him more often. Every time somebody, I mean, it's essentially a leak, okay? Russell Wilson told Brandon, told Brandon Marshall about the conversations he had with the Denver Broncos, his team, throughout the season. Now, it's not an anonymous source leak, right? It's It's not... Uh, somebody coming out and saying sources closest close to the the situation said, but it is a leak, right? It's it's Russell Wilson leaking what those conversations were that Denver probably wished he would have kept private, right? Anytime there's a leak of any kind, here's what I say: Who does the information benefit? Right? Normally, that's how when it's unnamed, when it's anonymous sources, that's how you can predict who the leak is, is who does this information benefit? Russell, to his credit, and I give him credit, didn't go anonymous with it, put his face on it, right? You can go find the video of him talking about it. He wants everyone to know the problems in Denver were not his fault, and he wants everyone to know that Denver was operating from a uh, not the best position as far as like business ethics. I can't say the term business ethics without thinking of Billy yeah. Madison. <laughs> business ethics. Position of operating in good faith. They, they, they weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the accusations he made is that starting with nine games left, so nine games left in the season with a, what is it, a 17-game schedule. We're not even halfway through the season. He got a call from Denver saying either waive your injury clause. His His contract was guaranteed for injuries, so – the 2025 year, not this upcoming year, the next year, uh, contract becomes fully guaranteed if he got hurt this season and couldn't pass the physical, I think, by March 3rd. Like, there was there was a, a contract, right? There was a contract clause guaranteed for injury. And they said, either you waive that or we're going to bench you. He said, no, I'm not waiving it. Bench me if you want. This is according to Russell. This is what he told Brandon Marshall. And they called again, and they said it again, and they talked to his agent, and he said no, and they talked to his agent, and he said no. He claims he showed up on Monday of a week that that they had the Buffalo Bills on Monday night football, and he didn't know if he was going to be playing or benched because he wouldn't waive his injury clause. That is the accusation. Do you know what else it is? That is a weird accusation from Russell Wilson. The reason why I say it's weird is because, and I have no reason to think Russell is, you know, an out-and-out liar, right? I don't know the guy. But I will say this. If that was how the situation broke down, if how he said the situation broke down is actually how it went down, the NFLPA, the NFL Players Association, the union, I imagine would be lighting things on fire. Then metaphorically, but obviously with with the anger and, and, and vitriol of a thousand sons. If it is true, and the Broncos threatened him to change his contract or get benched, that's not a small accusation. That's a big accusation when it comes to things that are collectively bargained. And Russell, on the podcast with the I Am Athlete guys, with Brandon Marshall, said, I knew I wasn't going to waive my injury clause because I didn't want to set that precedent for future players. 
And guess what? Those are the types of things that the, the, the union is there to protect, right? Very much so. They would have gotten involved. There would have been massive lawsuits. There, there would have been a thing, I have to imagine. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is a convenient story that kind of makes it very obvious that Russell was being a team guy, team first, team always, while also not completely adding up to me. And again, this is reading tea leaves, right? This is a few in, in, inferences taking place here because, like, I don't know, unless you know how to bug phone lines in Colorado. <laughs> Was this the wire? It's, okay. <laughs> there we go. Now we're talking. Unless you got McNulty out there sitting on a wiretap. Uh, it's the only people that know are whoever called from the Broncos and Russell or Russell's agent. So it's a, a he, sh- he said, he said the type of thing. But if this is how it went down, I don't think it would have been like, no, I won't waive my injury clause. Okay. I think there would have been more uh, like upfront public battles than that. The interesting part is there's definitely going to be a market for Russell Wilson. Do you know why? Because he is a starting quarterback, and I will say that about Russell. He actually didn't play poorly this year. He is a starting quarterback in the NFL, by, and I say that you know with emphasis. That can take the minimum this year. Think about that. The Broncos have guaranteed him $39 million for this upcoming year. Okay? They're going to try to trade him, but I don't believe anyone's going to trade for that contract. So they're going to try to trade him. Then when that doesn't happen, they'll release him. But they've already guaranteed him $39 million for next year, and there's likely something called offset language in that contract. What that means is, okay, what that means is any money he makes from another team gets subtracted from the $39 million that the Broncos own. So let's say we'll use a big, fat, round number. Let's say he goes to Pittsburgh, which is where his uh, – the betting odds say he will end up. Let's say he goes to Pittsburgh and they pay him $10 million. That would mean the Broncos only have to pay him $29 million. You subtract the $10 million that the Pittsburgh Steelers are paying him from what the Broncos owe him. That's called offset language. Why would Russell do that? Why would he help the Broncos at all? Why wouldn't he go to Pittsburgh and tell Pittsburgh $1.21 million? That is the minimum I am allowed to take under the collective bargaining agreement. I will sign for this year. million, and the Broncos will give me $38 million in change. If you think you're getting a quarterback better than Russell Wilson, not on a rookie contract, for anything near $1.21 million, you're crazy. So if there is a team out there that's eaten a lot of dead cap money, they can get right back square with the cap by having their starting quarterback make $1.21 million this year. If there is a team out there that feels they need to spend big in free agency, they can get even with the cap by going out and finding a starting quarterback that's going to make $1.21 million. Normally, that's what you use a rookie quarterback 
contract to do. But for this specific case, you have Russell, who, by the way, is definitely burning bridges with the Denver Broncos, right? You don't go out there and air this kind of dirty laundry out of – and later on in the, the interview, he did say, like, I want to go back to Denver. People keep saying I'm not going to be, and maybe I'm not, but I would like to. I'm going – then you don't go out there and tell everybody, hey – Yeah, you don't air out this business if that's the case. go out there and say, hey, they don't negotiate in bad faith and they tried to bully me out of my contract. Hopefully – my locker is still there when I check yeah. in in a couple of weeks. Can't wait till OTAs. Let's go. This is not going to be awkward between me and Sean Payton. Like, of course, it's going to end up with him going somewhere else. And, of course, it's going to end up with him going somewhere else for no money so he can stick it to the Denver Broncos. They're going to pay him $37 million in change to play against them next year. And he's going to gladly cash those checks wearing another uniform. And that team will gladly have him cash the checks from the Broncos while cutting him minuscule checks in comparison. What a wild and crazy place the NFL is. Watch him go to the Raiders in the division. Why, why not? Why not? They need a quarterback. Play him twice. Yeah. That they way they quarterback. And, and the Raiders just got out from that Jimmy Garoppolo money because he tested positive and that uh, negated all future yeah. guarantees. Positive for performance enhancing drugs, that is. Hey, there you go. What a, you know, Jimmy G, as we all know. Was it miracle water? <laughs> what was what was this stuff? Uh <laughs> the Ray Lewis stuff. Um Oh that. I can't remember. Uh Deer Antler Spray. Oh yeah, the Deer Antler Spray, whatever. I, for, it was. I forget all of it. I don't the know. The Deer Velvet I'm, Antler I'm, Spray. I'm sure I'm sure it was alleged. Uh, of course. <laughs> Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.